The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with Caitlin Fiesel. This amazing young woman started Elite Diamond Cleaning, serving um, the residents of Dallas, Texas in 2019, right out of high school. So she started right from the beginning. Uh, Amazing human being, amazing client. I wanted her on to share her story because I have a feeling she's gone through some stuff that you guys have gone through and she's uh, kicking butt and taking names in a way I think you guys want to kick butt and take names. So we figured we'd have her on. Uh, Anything I missed before we dive into your story, Caitlin, about your introduction? Nope, that's great. Hey, everybody. Excited to be here. Excited to have you. And uh, for those of you just on audio, you're missing out. Caitlin's got, of all our clients, she's got the best background by far. Like, I don't know if it's wall, I don't know what she's got going on, but it is a happening scene over there. I just got a dumb white wall, so it's nothing to see on my end. But if you you tune into YouTube, check out Caitlin's background. Okay. So first of all, we'll talk about kind of when you came to us and your business, but what on God's green earth as a young woman out of high school made you go, I'm going to start a cleaning company. So I actually, I was homeschooled. So I grew up um, homeschooled. I loved the environment of just being around my family. So by the time that came around where I wanted gas money and to go hang out with my friends, I didn't want a traditional job. I did that for a few months and quickly realized that I was far too bossy and didn't really like following the strict schedule of someone else. And I realized that really quickly. I think I worked three months and I was cleaning prior to that, just odds and ends um, to raise money for like camp or gas money, things like that. And so after working at a job, I quickly went back to cleaning and decided to make it legit and go for it. So funny before we started recording, I, uh, told Caitlin, I'm like, man, you seem so adult. Like she doesn't seem like when you hear you're like, this girl's just three years out of high school or whatever. I'm like, I know homeschool. I'm like, that's what did it. Homeschool kids are always like super mature comparatively. Um, I was not homeschooled. (laughs) <laughs> like when it comes, you're like, what about you? <laughs> Clearly not. Um, okay, awesome. I love that uh, kind of story. So, when you came to us, what was going on in your world that made you feel like you wanted to change? What was scary? What wasn't working? What was frustrating? Give us the kind of good before or the bad before we get to the good. Yeah. So I was really struggling with. I felt like I had a pretty solid house, like metaphorically, like I had built something, but then. Really, I was trying to build the second story to it. And I was at a brick, I would notice something kind of fall apart. And so, so for example, um, my husband and I weren't getting paid. We would go through six to eight weeks of no income, just enough to pay the the bills, expenses, always made payroll, but not for us. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really frustrating. I was noticing that my employees, I felt very taken advantage of. And so my employees were doing things of, hey, I can't make it today. I'm feeling sick. And I'm like, I'm not so sure about that. Just typical things like that. So I felt very taken advantage of. My time was being sucked away. I was not getting paid. And so this thing that you we've tried to create that we love is now just really bad <laughs> and it's really draining. And so I was I've actually been following Mike from the beginning. Um, I'm on his Facebook page with everybody. I love chatting with everyone. And I actually listened to a podcast with someone in the program and I went, oh, that's it. I've got a call. 
And do you remember, do you remember who, whose podcast you listened to? I can't, I'm going to have to go back and look, but they were talking about the exact same things that I was feeling. And then they went into how it was better. And I was like, I can't pass that opportunity. Um, and so that's, that's how it started. Well, let me blow your mind, Caitlin. There is probably a young woman right now listening to this podcast. Who's going to go, God, I get it. Like if she can do it, I can do it. And you might change her life. And if you, uh, if you tell me who whose podcast you listen to, I will I will introduce you so you can I mean say hi to your like grow my cleaning company parent. Exactly, <laughs> I will definitely. I'm going to go back and look when we get and up. I'll go in reverse. If, if you're listening to this and you call yes. and you get some help, let me know. I talked to Caitlin and we will uh, we'll introduce you to Caitlin so she can uh, she can say thank you in person. Okay. So and by the way, as you're talking, I looked up your. I'm not. I won't share anything. Well, I'll, I'll share a percentage, and if it's no good, you tell me. I'll delete it out. But. Profit last year was virtually nothing. And then January, 35%. Is that something yeah. I can keep in? Like, that's a big girl. Yeah, I'm just bursting. Yeah. If you can't see me, I am just bursting with pride over this woman. Um, so proud of you, girl. That is just... because. And the crazy part is, it's like, well, did you work three times harder? I'm guessing you probably work less, if anything. Than yeah. And before this, I just throw in like... I think in business, we I'm reading a book right now called Ego is the Enemy. And so typically you go to share the story of, and I would I would say it, I was I was proud of myself. I made a hundred thousand my first year in gross. But then I would share, <laughs> I made nothing. Right. And then next year we doubled. Great. Well, I made a little more than nothing, you know. And so it finally just got to a point where I was like, I don't really care about the gross anymore. And we talk about that, servicing less clients for more money. Guys, Mike says it all the time, but it's actually possible. I didn't believe it, but it is. And, and I love that you didn't. Was, you came in as a client, still not believing we could help. You still came. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure it's true, but I'm. I don't believe it in my heart of hearts yet. And then I got to experience it. I experienced it in January. We served 25 less clients than normal, and I actually made profit for the first time in a couple months. So, and no offense, but not profit. 35% yeah. profit. And again, I looked at your whole year because, you know, there's some ups and downs and it was for 2023, it was about break even, just like you said, you know, no. So just a, so, so proud of you. Um, okay. So when you came, was it all financial or was, uh, and again, I'm not trying to dig. I just want to make sure I get, was there like, how was your schedule? Were you happy with the hours, the quality and quantity of hours you're putting in or was there some issues there? I really liked the idea of working less hours um, because that's the goal. Obviously, my husband and I want to have kids one day, want to build a family. So I I was willing to put in the hours now if it would produce the lifestyle that I wanted. Um, so I was content, but I didn't want to continue down that road for much longer. Okay. Hours. Yeah. So were you doing some of the cleaning, all the cleaning, none of the cleaning? And how's that compared? No cleaning. I have not cleaned in a while. Um, and so, so that's really good. So, I mean, I would cover here and there. We, I don't, didn't have any floaters or anything like that. Um, but most of the time I would, I had great employees who would cover it for me and they were willing to do it. So. Which is better than most, by the way, that is, that's, you were further ahead in that regard than anyone else. Okay. So let's talk about, and I just want to get everything so the people listening can be like, oh, these are the problems that she shared. So what I'm hearing, and you're a little unique in that most people um, you know, making no profit, you usually making a little bit, but you weren't cleaning, you were working. Okay. Like you weren't, you'd like to work a little less hours, but you weren't frustrated with that. So for you, it sounds like it was just the profit. And how about growth? Were you growing? Were you shrinking? Was that a problem? I just want to get 
Yeah, that's a great question. So actually, um, residential, I would I would teeter around 70 and then we'd have a month where we'd 75 and then we'd go back to 70. So I could never break 80, 85 clients. And it was just this continual because I didn't have my employees set up. Like I said, I felt very taken advantage of. They weren't consistent, didn't have that set up. And so I wanted to break that 85. And then then really it just went down to, to the finances of I wouldn't mind doing this, all this work, if I could get some money out of it and get what I needed to create that lifestyle that I wanted. So really between finances and just that, we would grow a little bit and then we'd fall back to, oh man, we're right back to last month's numbers. Well, and like you said, with Ego's the Enemy, the cool thing is you made, I'm pretty sure, I'm guessing the most profit you've made since you started the company in January, but more importantly, you did it with less less customers. So you missed your ego goal, like, oh, I want to hit that 80 customers. I'll bet you had 60 or less than you had, but you're like, but I made money. So it's mm-hmm. guys, gals out there listening, if you're taking notes, Caitlin said it, focus on the profit, which you take home. It doesn't matter. Rather have a little business doing 40, 50 grand a month where I keep 20 than a business doing a half a million a month where I keep 20 or God forbid less. So love that. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. I think we're pretty clear on the people are, okay, I know where she was and what the frustrations are. I see the, the outcome <clears throat> for the Caitlin out there that's listening. That's like, I want help. I want to change. I want to do something different, but I'm scared. Like, what would you tell them? Like, what did you do? What were the changes? How did you do it? What were you afraid of? Like, walk us through the changes that you made. Yeah. So I obviously did. I, like I said, I called Mike and I said, Hey, I, I want to be a part of the program. Um, just because I felt like I had gotten to the point where being in my early 20s, I had run out of people in my influence who could influence me to the size that I wanted to grow. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I need to call in someone who has a little bit bigger vision and has things set up. And so when I got in the process and in in the system and coaching, um, I was I was most worried about about that, about losing clients and and really seeing that there was profit on the other side with less clients. Um, and through the process, it, it really does feel like a mess. So if you're if you do decide that you get in the program, it, it's well, really messy in the middle. Let me be clear, by the way, for all whether you work with us or not, the process is the same. So True. these are the things Caitlin needed to go through, whether we helped her or not. And it's always going to be messy. So I want to encourage you expect the mess. Like I've never seen a business go from zero to a million and be like, everything went smooth. There was no, like, it's just, that's not a realistic expectation. Okay. So please continue. So you were afraid kind of mentally, you're like, I get the concept of making more money. And by the way, we don't coach you to lose clients. Like you don't have to do that at all, but some people do and it's okay. It's like, so that's, that's not the goal. (laughs) But if, if the option is have more clients and make the same or less money or have less clients and make more money, if that's the only option, which I think it was in Caitlin's situation, we're going to pick more money every time. So sometimes you can help get more clients and make more money, but the goal is always the most money. So you had fear of like, well, I'm pretty confident I can lose clients on my own. Like, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about, you know, if I'm breaking even at, you know, 70 clients, 
you know, Correct. less clients, I'm going to go broke. So how did you get over that fear how, to someone that's got that same fear? Like talk to the people. I, it was a mental game. It was a hundred percent mental. I am a numbers person. So I did want to see the numbers. So I just plugged it into our spreadsheet and was able to see and calculating the profit and seeing the profit at the end of the month. That was a big game changer. Um, and so being able to see that and walk through it, but it really was all in my head. And so there were many times where I would be talking to my husband, like, okay, I'm just staying positive of, okay, I don't see it right now. It feels very messy, but mm. I'm just going to keep going and and go with the the system. I chose this system, so I'm going to go with it and see it out to the end. And um, and that's when we saw a breakthrough and we saw something that had grown and and is now continued to grow. So, and that is super common, by the way, to with any system. Like again, it's not just us. A lot of this is just business. What Caitlin's saying is just what I found to be true in business over the last thirty years is. Sometimes we get lucky and we actually say lucky, but things work out well and we try something and it just works right off the bat. Everything's great, but gosh, that's for me, it's been one in 10, one in 20. Like it's just the the vast minority. The in some stuff we try and try and never works, but most of the success I've had has been, you kind of got to go in faith. you got this idea and sometimes people support you and believe you and sometimes they don't. That's part of being in a community where you, you're like, you, and by the way, it's not just luck. Like Caitlin wasn't like, well, no one supports me. No one can help me or no one can have, that was the people she chose. And, just, and I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying to get her where she wanted to go, they weren't going to, they weren't going to help. And she said, I'm going to intentionally surround myself with people that have a different vision and a different capability. So don't be put yourself like, oh yeah, I'm in that bucket where I don't have anyone to support me. So I guess I'm stuck. It's like, no, get a different bucket, man. Like you, you get to pick who you hang out with. You don't have to eliminate friends, but you can certainly add some or add, add the people. So it's very common that it doesn't look, feel right at the beginning. But the crazy thing is the default of owners that just about everyone that comes to us is they're stuck and they know they're stuck and they want to get something different, but they don't know how, what to do or how to do it. So they keep doing what's comfortable, also known as what they've been doing, but they're like, I want different results. And it, by definition, to get different results, you got to do something different. And because by definition, it's different. You haven't done it before. So there's going to be some uncomfort, even if it's like, so if I did what Caitlin did, I probably would have experienced it very different going, oh, I've done this a thousand times. Even if we did the exact same things, I just would have experienced it differently. So a lot of, if you don't have the experience, you just got to trust the process. I mean, A, make sure you got the right process. If you're trusting the wrong process, you're screwed. But if you got the right process, you got to do it when it doesn't feel like a lot of businesses, like it doesn't feel like I want it to feel. It's like, I know, but that's why it's so gosh darn hard. Was that your experience or fill, it, fill in the blanks? Yeah. And I, another piece is not that women are more emotional, but sometimes we get in that emotional place. You can't trust your emotions all of the time because like I said, it's very messy and I am a type one personality. So I like things to be very structured. I want it. And so when I was feeling feeling those emotions of, oh, this is messy. I don't like the mess. I don't like the transition. Just go, nope, it's okay. Because I see the light at the end of the tunnel and it is getting better. And so that, that was a big thing because like I said, I mentioned that my, I felt very taken advantage of from my employees. And so I really did a big shift on our culture. And that was hard too, because I thought my pride again, I thought that I had a really great culture. I cared for my employees. I did this for them. I did that for them. But in turn, that resulted in them taking advantage of me. Mm -hmm. 
So I created that atmosphere, even though in my heart, I was just trying to be nice. Mm -hmm. And I was just trying to be the best employer they ever, ever wanted. I would even say that, like, I want to be the best employer that they have ever had. I want to be kind to them. I want to care for them, which you can do, but you can't allow them to take advantage of you in that, in that time. And so I went through a time where, so I went from a team of six or seven down to two. Mm, that's scary. And it, scary, very scary. And um, so that was a hard adjustment. But what I realized is as I was hiring people back in, they aligned with my core values. They didn't take advantage of me. They want to be a part of our weekly meetings, monthly parties, quarterly reviews, like they want that culture and they're just lining in and they want to be here and they respect me and my husband and it has created the culture that I wanted, but I had to prune the tree and I had to get rid of those people. And again, very, very scary, but it turned into a great, great outcome. Gosh, that's another thing. For any of you guys, I don't garden, but I've seen people do it. <laughs> and, you know, when our landscapers come by, we get these big overgrown trees or bushes. And when they cut them down, it's to the nub. And you're like, oh, no, like you didn't like do Where's it. You, the tree? you killed that. Thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's like, yeah, like you made my nice tree, a pile of sticks. Mm -hmm. And then it grows back healthy. And again, he's done it a hundred times or, you know, they've done it a hundred times. So like, I know what this feels like very common in business to go forward. Sometimes you've got to go backwards, which isn't always, doesn't always feel great. doesn't always feel comfortable. So just in the time that we've got, give whatever encouragement or tactical things, like if you could, since you, not if you could, there's a Caitlin out there or a dozen Caitlins that are like, I'm scared or I don't know if I can do it. Or if you could have a one-on-one -on -one with them, what would you say to them to help them go from living this life where they feel taken advantage of they're not making money everyone gets paid but them and that's the frustrating thing caitlin was a great boss but sometimes we confuse niceness with kindness so niceness is no matter what you say i'm like i love you you're the best kindness can sometimes be having an honest conversation and saying something that an adult or a leader would say as opposed to just letting you walk all over me so for the people either not making the profit they need or feeling like they can't build the team that they need what advice with, yeah. What advice would you give them? How would you encourage them? That's a great question. So if I were to talk to someone who is feeling in that exact same position as myself is one on the number side. So you're not making the money. Um, if you're not as numbers person, you need to find someone who is because it, it really does just boil down to the numbers. And so if that's not you, then find a mentor or someone who can help you correct your numbers because it really just boils down to the numbers and your profit and your margins and cost of goods and all that stuff. Um, but if your culture and you're feeling taken advantage of, don't be afraid to let that person go because I was afraid of losing that warm body. And what if I can't get someone? What if this? What if that? And, you know, we could freak ourselves out over the what ifs all the time. But that takes us a lot longer than if we would have just let that person go and filled them in with a better person. And so now I have the luxury of choosing who I hire. And I hired someone just this past week. We have a funnel that goes through and it's I do continual interviews um, and they were great. They matched my core values, but they were like a B plus cleaner, maybe B, B plus. And, but then I interviewed someone else after that and they're like an A cleaner. So I was like, well, I think I'm going to give them a chance. Well, that was the first time that I've been able to make that choice 
And so if you feel stuck, just find a way to get unstuck. And that could be mentally finding someone who can teach you, whatever that may look like. But if you feel stuck, then then look for the way out because I, I promise you there is. It may feel hopeless in that point because I definitely did. I was losing hope in the thing that I had built and really desired to have. But now I'm more hopeful for the growth. And like I promise this is going to be our best year yet because I've made the changes. I made the hard choice to make the change and do something. So I love that. Just uh, the two things I took out of what Caitlin said is don't lose hope. Cause again, if you lose hope, then that's, you know, when you believe it's over, it's over, right? You're the owner. You're the one that created all this thing. And second, um, yeah, get the help that you need, whether it's us or somebody else, just don't be the guy or gal. It's like, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing and it's got to get better. Like that's not a business plan. All right, guys, gals. So enjoyed spending some time with you. Um, Caitlin, you're the best girl. I'm just so proud of you. She's uh, one of our next level members. So I get to actually meet her in person on Monday in Orlando. I can't wait. Um, Cleaning Nation, if that was helpful and you like more, go to growmycleaningcompany.com. All the free resources in the world. Um, you can jump on a call with myself or one of our coaches. Um, we've got a Facebook group that's great. We go live all the time. Come hang out, get the resources, tons of stuff to grow. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.